This episode is going to be so, so helpful for you, especially if you're somebody who feels like you um, struggle with intimacy, especially if you have pain with intercourse or wellness exams, or maybe you're not orgasming, or maybe you are even avoiding intercourse altogether because it's been so uncomfortable. Whatever part of the spectrum you are on, if you are looking to up your intimacy this Valentine's Day, even if it's just with yourself, then stay tuned because today we are diving into some tips and tools and tricks that you can start doing today to elevate your pleasure and really reduce the discomfort and pain and aversion to all things penetration, intercourse, intimacy, and all of that. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Mentality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoyed hey, today's love. episode. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you are having a great week. I'm so glad you are here joining me today. And whether or not you are someone who loves Valentine's Day and all the ooey gooey loving gushiness that it entails or if you absolutely despise it and the corniness and materialism and marketing and all the other reasons why we might be annoyed with valentine's day this episode is still going to be so so helpful for you especially if you're somebody who feels like you um, struggle with intimacy especially if you have pain with intercourse or wellness exams or maybe you're not orgasming or maybe you are even avoiding intercourse altogether because it's been so uncomfortable whatever part of the spectrum you are on if you are looking to up your intimacy this valentine's day even if it's just with yourself then stay tuned because today we are diving into some tips and tools and tricks that you can start doing today
day to elevate your pleasure and really reduce the discomfort and pain and aversion to all things penetration, intercourse, intimacy, and all of that. We have been talking about dyspareunia if you've been paying attention and staying tuned with this podcast this month. And dyspareunia is pain with intercourse, pain with penetration. And so while intimacy can look so many different ways, and I'll be doing an episode on just that later this month, we are really focusing on improving penetration with this episode. But even if penetrative intercourse is something that you don't even really have any desire to ever do again, again, this episode is going to be really beneficial if you have any pelvic pain or lower abdominal pain or vaginal pain, anything like that, the tips inside today's episode are going to help you. So let's just dive right in because the very first one is just to connect. Connection, not just with your partner, but with yourself. If you have pain, one of the very first things we need to do is just give your body a hug. We just need to comfort it and make it feel safe, okay? So whatever that looks like for you, I do encourage you to get to know your own body. I've done episodes on this, and I know this episode's going to overlap a few episodes I've done in the past, but we're going to consolidate quite a few tips inside today's episode. And connection and awareness of what you're feeling in your body is really that very first foundational step that we have to have because pain can really just make the brain and the body confused. It starts to protect, it starts to avoid, it starts to create compensatory patterns. And really, we just need to bring awareness back into that space. So whether it's your back, your tailbone, your hips, your vaginal space, you know, wherever your pain is, I want you to just really sit with that and just become connected to that space in your body. Put your hand there, breathe into that space, just awareness, right? Like what does it feel like? Is it tight? Is it tender? Maybe it's not tight, but it's tender. Maybe it's not tender, but it's tight. Maybe we can tolerate a little pressure, but not too much. You know, what are the boundaries of the body? Maybe you're surprised that certain areas don't hurt when you touch them. And that helps to reorient the brain and start to rewire and give you better feedback so that you're not just in a state of chronic pain. Or again, that awareness to this space When we're working with the pelvic floor, it's super connected to our more autonomic nervous system and the whole body really does, you know, carry trauma and muscle memory, but the pelvic floor specifically is so ingrained into that side of things. And when we're thinking about spaces like um, you know, the pelvic floor and things as intimate and personal and vulnerable as intercourse. If we have any trauma, and I talked about this in the episode on dyspareunia and in other episodes, if you have any trauma to the body, but especially in that space, so birth can be a trauma, a surgery, you know, a C-section, sexual assault, obviously, abuse, you know, all of this is going to create a memory in that space to protect and guard and that something isn't okay. So the more we can just reconnect and tell our body, 
we are okay, we are healing. That way we can really just get that awareness and connection and get the body to feel safe. So number one, just connect. And I mentioned this a little bit, but the next one is breathing and breath work. That breath work I cannot emphasize enough because usually when we have tension, and remember, if you listen to the episode on dyspareunia, And if you haven't, but you do have some pain with intercourse, I would definitely go check it out because I just discuss a little bit more on all the things that could be contributing to that, right? So it could be an actual condition in the body like endometriosis or something, or it could just be as simple as a muscular trigger point alignment issue, strained muscle, scar tissue, you know, things like that. However, regardless of if it's something um, more of a condition or if it's an actual musculoskeletal thing, your pelvic floor and the musculoskeletal system and the nervous system will always be responding. So whether they were the driver or they're just the responder to that stress and tension and extra load and pressure, it will respond. So if there is pain, even if it's not the driving force, there's probably some level of tightness and tenderness in the pelvic floor muscles. And so if we visualize that pelvic floor being the sling of muscles in the pelvic bowl at the butt base of the core system, that breath, and again, I've done lots of episodes on breath work, and this is really why it can help so much because if we are breathing correctly and breathing deep into that pelvic bowl, you are getting an internal physical stretch of all of those tight muscles and it's also because of the diaphragm calming the nervous system and calming the body so that even while those sensitive spaces are feeling a touch discomfort and pressure you're still feeling safe and calm in your body while you're doing it and that's um, something I want to know and make very clear anything I mentioned inside this episode and really just in general whether it's someone working on your body you working on your body you exercising you using some tools on your body Don't ever do anything that's pushing you beyond that point of discomfort, right? And that doesn't mean we're avoiding discomfort. It just means we're not blowing through that boundary. You still need to feel safe in your body. If you feel yourself disconnecting, thinking about what's happening tomorrow, or just counting down the moments till you can be done, then it's too much, okay? You need to be able to breathe into it and relax into it and feel your muscles melting while you're doing the breath work or any of the other things that I'm mentioning inside today's episode, okay? So the breath work is huge, and there are lots of different positions that can be very beneficial for pain with intercourse, especially different positions during sex. So right, if there's certain positions during sex that are really uncomfortable, then those are probably the positions you need to be doing the breath work in, because we want to target that tight space, remember. So again, really just trying to find that breath work and the positions that will help um, calm things down. And so the next one it does correlate with this is stretching. And in those different mobility positions, we can get some tissues to relax and open up a little bit more in the groin and pelvic floor area so that they can be more accommodating and flexible and that there's already some blood flow there. So it's not just a sudden, you know, stretch of tight tissue. So some breath work, some stretching, and yes, there are lots of specific ones you can do, but play around first with those positions that just feel a little tight. I always tell my patients, you know, just get interested and aware in your body and just collect the data, whatever it's telling you in different positions, what's a little uncomfortable, 
uncomfortable, what's a little tight, that tightness is telling you where you need to breathe into and stretch into and rest into. Okay. Um, so another tip is foreplay. If you don't have any foreplay in your game plan with your partner, um, I highly suggest you do so. I know it can be so hard, especially as moms and we're busy and we may have kids in our bed or running in and we're like, we are out of time. We just got to make this happen. But it can be such a hindrance to you healing and getting to a point where sex is not only pain-free, but pleasurable because we need to make that connection that this is something we want and that this is safe and it feels good. And if we're skipping foreplay, our body and our mind aren't on the same space. There's not enough blood flow to the space and lubrication to the space. And so it's just a little harder for those tissues to adjust to the penetration and it can create some discomfort and pain. And then it's just going to continue that feedback loop in our brain that, oh, yep, see, this is bad we don't want this when that's not really the case right so foreplay is huge and that can also look so many ways so play around with that and get curious and if you do need some tips I'm always here if you need some advice or some input but get some foreplay involved um, the next tip I have for you is some soft tissue work because even if you are getting that breath deep into that pelvic floor and you're doing some stretching and really trying to release if you're not really seeing much of a change or feeling much of a change then we really need to get on those tips Issues. There's probably some restriction in the fascia, some trigger points, some places where we really just need to mobilize tissue and get things moving better so that they can accommodate and adjust and move and be flexible for you. So soft tissue work can look so many ways. This could be with your hands. This could be digital with your finger. This could be using um, cups on your inner thighs and on your glutes and doing some cupping. This could look like foam rolling. This can look like using a pelvic wand. A pelvic wand is a big, big tool that I highly suggest for soft tissue work because it gives you the ability to do the deep internal release work on yourself like we do in session because we need to be showing up for these tissues pretty regularly, trying to get them to relax and open up so that they can accept the breath when you get it down there. Because a tight rope in that space is not going to expand to the pressure of the breath very well. It's just not if it's too tight. So we need to get in there with the, um, either digitally with a therapist or your partner or with a pelvic wand. So I will link the pelvic wand tool below with a discount code as well that'll give you $5 off. Um, from Intimate Rose. I love their products. And um, so with the wand, that's a great place to start with internal work, but get some guidance from a pelvic floor PT if you haven't, just to make sure you know how to use it correctly. But another great way to get some soft tissue work to release that space. But what if we're actually dealing with issues of the vaginal canal and the vaginal introidal opening relaxing and stretching? What if it's just staying closed? Maybe you can get the wand in there, but the wand is very big. Your partner's probably larger than the wand, we hope. And so that is going to really create the stretch to that perineal space and the vaginal canal that we need for it to accept any type of um, penis or tools or anything like that. So what we can use in place of that while we work up 
Two, fully tolerating that stretch is a dilator, vaginal dilator, so that we can work from a size that's about as small as your pinky all the way up to a very large size. And we're hopefully trying to get up to the size of our partners, right? And get to where we can fully tolerate that stretch and pressure and friction of that. So the dilators are amazing. Again, there will be a link below for these products because they are such game changers and it doesn't even have to be from this brand. I'm just trying to give you guys a sense of the tools and the things you need to be paying attention to while you're trying trying to um, make sex something that you actually enjoy. And so again, start with that dilator to the level that you feel a little stretch and maybe it's not all the way pain-free, but it's not such a stretch and so intense that you're hurting, that you're counting down the moments till you're done, that you're feeling yourself tighten up. Find that level of discomfort, place it just at the opening initially and just breathe around it and go from there, okay? I'll probably do an episode at some point on dilators and how you can use them and stuff, but for now, just know they exist and they are a great tool to help with opening that vaginal canal, especially if you have been diagnosed with vaginismus, which is the closing of that space, or maybe lichen sclerosis where you're actually getting some scarring of that space and things are really getting stiff we can still affect that with things like the dilators. So keep that in mind. And again, what if we're stretching tissue, but the tissue itself is just fragile and it's easily irritated. Maybe you're getting fissures or little cuts in your perineum or pelvic floor or around your rectum. We really need to make sure that the quality of the tissue can tolerate the pressure, can tolerate the stretch. And there's a lot of things that can affect this, hormones being one of the biggest ones. Um, obviously affecting, you know, we want to keep ideal pH because that's also going to affect the irritability and sensitivity of the tissues. Um, but things like hormones and just making sure there's enough lubrication down there. So again, with that hormone drop postpartum, perimenopause, menopause, we can see a big change in the vulva and the vaginal tissue. It gets fragile. It usually loses some of its plump and its ability to create that natural lubrication. And then, so it just becomes more sensitive and easy to catch. And we don't want friction, right? So we really want that tissue to have the lubrication and the plumpness and the flexibility that it can without fissures. And so what we can do for that is things like vaginal moisturizers. So um, vaginal moisturizers are creams that are made to help basically, as they say, create moisture and lubrication to that space and just help plump up that tissue. We put so much effort into the skincare on our face, we might as well be putting some effort into the skin on our labia and our vulva and our vagina because the skin there is so sensitive and we need to take care of it, especially as we go through episodes like postpartum or into stages like perimenopause and menopause where things are forever changing and we need to learn how to adapt with that. So I do, again, Intimate Rose is a great resource. They have a lot of great vaginal moisturizers that I like and that I have patients really rave about. So go check them out if you're curious. But there's also herbal supplements that can really help with the moisture in your vaginal space and just in the moisture in your tissues in general, one of them being sea buckthorn oil. So 
Miss Amy McKelvey, who I had on as a guest from her herbal company, Her Vital Way, was on telling us all about her supplements. And you can check that episode out. But one of the ones that really can help with this type of issue and um, dryness and tissue sensitivity is her sea buckthorn oil. So that sea buckthorn oil is just so great at creating that moisture and lubrication throughout the body, the hair, the nails, the um, vaginal tissue. And so it is a good one to check out out. I will have a link for that as well down in my show notes if you are interested. So in addition, keeping on the topic with our tissues and making sure our tissues are at the best state, while vaginal moisturizers and herbal supplements and these other products can be so great and they're a great place to start, they don't always do the trick, right? So sometimes our tissues, especially around those hormone drops, really need an extra boost and some extra help. So this is where a topical estrogen cream can be a huge game changer for these tissues. I can't tell you enough, honestly, how big of a difference I've seen, um, not only in improving intercourse, but also reducing prolapse symptoms, leaking, because if our tissues can function better, then they function better, right? So if they have that lubrication and the elasticity that they need, then they're sensing things better, they're engaging and contracting better. So we just want to make sure that we are giving our tissue quality the best chance it can get. And sometimes those topical estrogen creams can be so helpful. I've seen this be so helpful, especially again, postpartum, perimenopause and menopause. I'll probably do a whole thing on topical estrogen cream because it's something that people get really nervous about because it is a hormone. However, this is a topical cream and when we place it in the vaginal space, it really doesn't affect the systemic hormones in your body. So this isn't going to affect your cycle. It's not going to to, you know, send your thyroid or your other hormones off out of whack. It's just really going to give the local estrogen receptors in that space the um, estrogen that it needs. And it's going to help plump it up, create that lubrication, help the tissue be flexible and can really, really help. So just something to go ask your primary care or your gynecologist about if you're curious if that's something that might be helpful for you. Um, and so the next thing that I think is so beneficial here that we don't always think about is the actual mental therapy of this issue. So having pain with intercourse can cause so many issues, obviously mentally for your own self-confidence, your own like stress and anxiety and pain. Obviously that can be so detrimental and um, can affect so many other things. But also obviously having pain with intercourse is probably going to affect your relationships. And so we want to make sure that you're doing what you can to process through this and work through this issue with your partner, but also making sure that you're addressing all of the pieces in your body and in your past that may be contributing or maybe even the source of this pain. Because remember, the body holds trauma. If you especially have a history of a significant, significant traumatic past, again, sexual assault or rape, any um, abuse, a traumatic birth, an abdominal procedure, it might not have even been a physical trauma. But if you feel like you're holding trauma 
please go seek the support of a mental health therapist, especially a sex therapist, because they will be able to really dive in deeper into what is happening, how your body and brain are processing intercourse, and just working together as a team with a sex therapist and a pelvic floor PT can be a huge, huge weight off of your shoulders because you're going to have the support and the tools and the framework to get out of this painful condition and back into a life full of pleasure and intimacy and not fear and pain and doubt that you're never going to be able to experience that again. Okay. So I've worked with way too many women who have told me that they've dealt with this for way too many years. And my goal with this podcast and my services is just to help spread that awareness and give you guys the tools. Obviously, if you are going through these tools and you're still not seeing success or any change, please, please see a pelvic floor PT because it is way more individualized and getting specific guidance can be super helpful. And they also can just be helpful in guiding your care and your healthcare team as you try and figure out what is the source of your pelvic pain. Is it a trigger point? Is it a scar tissue? Is it a muscular imbalance from your glutes or your core? Or is it actually a condition like endometriosis or pelvic congestion syndrome as I've been finding out? So let's just be an advocate for yourself and for your health and just reach out if you need any more support and please come over to the Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support Group on Facebook. It is free and private. I am there to support you however you need and answer any questions you might have or if you're like, I've been checked for this and this and I still can't find anything. What else could be going on? I'm here to help chat with you and be a sounding board for you and advocate for you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I do hope you have a great Valentine's Day and you have a fabulous orgasm, whether it's with a partner or yourself. And I will see you here next week on the Balanced Momtality Podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.